I hope you're well, and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker, and I want to talk today about gratefulness. Have you ever just been walking down in the middle of the mall or down the aisle in a grocery store or simply just driving down the street and something or someone catches your eye and at that moment you realize how blessed you are? See, I had one of those instances a few days ago and that's why I decided to talk about gratefulness today. So I'm doing my trek around the gym, trying to get my mile in. Yes, that was a lot for me. One mile was like five. Anyway, so I pass a man with two prosthetic legs, lifting weights in a corner. Now I know at first you would think I just noticed that I had legs and he didn't, and so I should be grateful. Yes, that was my initial thought, but I have to tell you what followed. As I made my way around the track again, I realized that he wasn't focused on what he didn't have, but somewhere in his journey, he decided to maximize on what he did have. And let me tell you, honey, he definitely had done that because them arms and them thighs were so nicely cut and muscular, I almost forgot about the prosthesis. (laughs) So I thought to myself, now that is gratefulness at its finest. Because see, gratefulness is more than just comparing ourselves to others and seeing where they're less fortunate than us, so we should be grateful. That's good, but it is increasing our awareness to what we have and finding ways to maximize on it. Consider the beautiful story of Helen Keller. She was an author and educator who was blind and deaf at an early age. Her education and training represent an extraordinary accomplishment in the education of persons with disabilities. See, she was examined at the age of six by Alexander Graham Bell. And as a result, he sent her to a 20-year-old Ann Sullivan from the Perkins Institution for the Blind in Boston. And within months, Keller had learned to feel objects and associate them with words spelled out by finger signals on her palm. She read sentences by feeling raised words on a cardboard and to make her own sentences by arranging the words in a frame. She also learned to lip read by placing her fingers on the lips and throats of the speaker while the words were simultaneously spelled out for her. And later in life, she co-founded the American Civil Liberties Union, and her efforts to improve the treatment of the deaf and blind were influential in removing disabled from asylums. Think about that. She took what she did have, because see, she still had hands. (laughs) She still had a mouth. So although she was blind and she couldn't see, she still had the ability to touch. And with those things, she maximized on them. And one of her quotes actually says, when one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often 
We look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has already been opened for us. Man, when I read that, I sat here and wondered how many doors have we been staring at that were closed, that we missed all of the open ones. And what has given me so much insight is the thought that the opposite to gratefulness is not just complaining, but it's being short-sighted. When we don't allow ourselves to see the many blessings because we're focused so much on what we don't have. See, if we put all of our energy in what we don't have, what do what energy do we have left to grow, to maximize, to expand, to explore? You have no energy to do anything because you put it all in focusing on what you don't have. So I truly believe that gratefulness should not be reduced to just comparing ourselves to others and their misfortunes, but simply look at our current state and see what do we have and how we can maximize on it. And let me tell you, I have to say personally for myself, yes, I'm trying to work out and strengthen my body, but I know that I have a few health issues here and there. But one thing that I have that is still going strong, and that is my voice. And that's why I have this podcast, because I said, what is the one thing that I do have that I can maximize on? So no, I may not be able to walk 10 miles and I may never get to run a marathon, but child, I can talk for days. (laughs) So I have learned how to maximize what I do have. That and a good cooking risk that can bake anything, but I, I digress. So. What I would like for you to do is take a moment, think about what is it that you have? What is it that you should be grateful for? Not because you're comparing yourself to anyone else, but as you look at your authentic self, what is it that you see? What is it? And we'll be right back. Welcome back. I am so grateful to continue this conversation with you. Now, typically, this is when I would return with some statistics and points and benefits from various scholars and experts. But today, I am going to provide you my own conclusions by sharing some life-giving quotes from my repertoire that I live by. The first one is by Melody Beattie. She says it best by saying that gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. See, when I say those words out loud, something is lifted off of my shoulders, and I hope it did the same for you. But my favorite part is the perspective of the past, the present, and the future. And let me tell you why, because when you look into your rearview mirror, you have a choice to only see mountains and valleys that you went through or the goodness of God 
that you didn't go to them, but you went through them. That changes your perspective of your past so that you don't have to set up residence there, but you can actually move forward. To me, that's what the beauty of our past is. It is for us to learn from it. So then we can enter into the present with peace because she says it brings peace to you today. Because see, when you acknowledge what you have overcome and survived, then regardless of the task, the battle, or the trial at hand, you have an assurance and a confidence that you will have victory again. You did it before, you can do it again. See, it creates vision for tomorrow because you don't have blinders on that only keeps you focused on what can't work or what won't work or what you can't do or who's not with you and who's against you. See, all of those things keep you from having vision because when you have vision of tomorrow, you see the possibilities of what can work and what will work and who is with you. It's not always about who's not with you. Create your own tribe. Allow those that are wanting to support you and cheer you on and challenge you. Keep them close to you because they are a part of your vision. Also, what I found so beautiful about the human soul is that gratitude is actually an expression of humility. C.S. Lewis said, a proud man is always looking down on things and people. And of course, As long as you are looking down, you cannot see something that is above you. But I understand it is as humility allows you to not just look up, but also around and realize that you are where you are regardless of the journey because someone, somewhere, something helped you along the way. Yes, we would like to believe that we did it all on our own, pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps. But we will be fooling ourselves. Even the fact that you are breathing at this very moment is because someone gave you life and equipped you with the lungs to breathe, even with climbing hills. (laughs) Since I didn't do it on my own, then I don't have to maintain anything on my own. There is something so freeing in that. Humility and gratefulness frees us from perfection and gives us the grace we need to fall, to make mistakes, and turn around, and just get back up again. Now, my next statement may not be a quote, but it is a truth that I have heard old folks say for years as they express their gratefulness. They would say, I woke up clothed in my right mind. (laughs) Thankful that I have a roof over my head, shoes on my feet, and food on my table. I am thankful for the activity of my limbs. Now, of course, of course, I heard all of this all of my life, and most of the time I ignored it. But now, honey, these words mean so much more. It truly causes us to never take anything for granted. See, one songwriter, Walter Hawkins, said it this way. He said, tragedies are a commonplace, all kinds of diseases, people are slipping away, economies down, people can't get enough pay. But as for me, 
All I can say is thank you, Lord, for all you have done for me. And then he continues saying, folks without homes, living out in the streets, and the drug habits some say they just can't beat. Muggers and robbers, no place seems to be safe, but you've been my protection every step of the way. And I just want to say, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Oh, beautiful words. See, gratefulness not only leads us to humility, but to connection. Have you ever had a conversation with someone and you get this overwhelming feeling of thankfulness that you are privileged to have this encounter? I'm not talking about when you meet famous people. I'm talking about when you sit down with your great aunt and listen to her tell stories. Now that is my beautiful Aunt Estella. Oh yeah, she's in her 90s now, but she has always been a gem in my heart. And as she continues to age and become more seasoned, I cherish every moment to listen to her laugh that is sweeter than fresh peaches in the summertime and share her journey with God. This not only happens when you are with someone you know, like my Aunt Estella, but Someone you just meet at the coffee shop or on the bench at the park or even on the plane. Yes, I know some of us work hard not to give anybody contact and we're always saved by that phone being connected to us. But sometimes those moments are created for us and we gain wisdom and perspective from those short encounters that we have with individuals that we place in our reservoir for safekeeping. So don't miss those connective moments that you have, because I promise you in those, you'll find gratefulness. Nevertheless, I can't talk about gratefulness and not mention one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. And it simply says, in everything, give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, I know you're expecting a deep one. Mm -mm, Nope, that's it. But don't miss the truth in this love. See, it says in in everything, not just for everything. That means whatever this life here takes us from minute to minute and from day to day, we are to be thankful. So if you find yourself in the valley filled with death, give thanks. If you're flying on the mountains of success, give thanks. If you're in those stressful moments, give thanks. And in those triumphant instances that we can wave the flags of victory, give thanks. See, many people wonder the wise old question, what is the will of God? Well, the answer is found right in that scripture. It says, "For give thanks, for this is the will of God. See, I believe gratefulness will open doors, open eyes, open hearts, open communication, and it creates opportunities and possibilities. And more than anything, it creates a life well-lived. It doesn't mean that every glass is always going to be half full, but it's not half empty either. It's just simply refillable. So I encourage you this week, Take a moment, think of the human connections that you have had that has blessed you beyond measure. Consider the hug that you got recently that you really needed 
or the phone call and the conversation that you had or when somebody actually returned your text or simply when someone asked you, how are you doing? And they really stayed there long enough to get a reply. Ponder on the truth that you are grateful and that you are blessed. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wednesday Wednesday with a new episode. Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use or check out my website at thelightofspeed.com. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. And I would love to hear from you. So please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate, and music by It's What Are. Until next time, be grateful and keep shining. Thank you.